Welcome back to the Turning Winds podcast. My name is Kevin Zundel. Turning Winds is a full continuum of care for teens who really need some more support clinically and academically. Today, I continue my conversation on campus with Carl Baisden. I think you're going to be able to connect the dots a little bit about how someone grows, really, how they navigate problems better. Take a listen. Hey, you have a tendency to rescue your child. Like we can see when your child is uncomfortable, you're really uncomfortable. That their discomfort is really hard for you to handle. Let me tell you why that's really tough on your kid and, and what kind of things we're missing while we're doing that. And so we're, we're, we're trying to give them tools and information throughout. But as they're playing the role of, of support and loving their kid, we're trying to educate them on what that needs to look like. It's not, hey, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. Have you talked to Carl yet? I need you to go talk to Carl after this phone call. That's parents actively intervening, trying to solve their child's problem. Instead, what we'd love to hear from parents, and this is the stuff that we teach them, hey, that sounds really hard. What are you planning to do about it? Like, what's your plan of approach? What do you think is going to work to solve this? I don't know, I need you to call Carl. All right, that is actually me solving your problem, but this is your problem. How do you think it needs to be solved? I don't know. Well, if you thought I was supposed to call Carl, do you think maybe you should talk to Carl about it? You know, and so we're trying to teach our parents Okay, all those bad habits and patterns in which we train each other. You know, I've got two teenagers myself, and we train each other how to interact with one another. You know, parents will often describe, you know, every time I talk to my kid, it feels like I'm walking on eggshells when I'm around them. You know, they'll use that. And it's like, yeah, we train each other to get there. We, we do that. And your kid didn't train you, and you didn't train your kid, but you trained each other through consistent interaction in a certain way. And, and the very first thing that we want to do when that separation happens is like, okay, cool. Let's all have this acknowledgement that things got sideways on us. It's not working. And so we're going to try it this way. And so um, I, love, I love that the parents get the opportunity early on to get some of those tools and they get to start practicing right away on phone calls every week and therapy every week. Um, and they're gamers. Like they show up, they're ready uh, and, and they do it. And so we give them a lot of that on the front end just to, from a supporting standpoint um, I think we've talked about this before, Kevin. I, I visually like to break down turning winds into three different kind of stages. The, the first stage being highly educational, which is like we're trying to allow the, 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 the kiddos here to develop an intimate understanding and knowledge of themselves, their struggles and what they need. The second stage of the program is, is more designed to give them direct tools and skills to actually address those and start making plans and creating systems to manage some of the difficulties that they have. And the third stage is to be consistent and develop habits. And so once I have that, the nuts and bolts of it, now I live that way consistently for a period of time and I develop habits and routines. And so when the parents, when the kids are in the education stage, the parents are in the education stage. And we're trying to educate the parents on what their child is going to need and, and on some level what they're going to need to be healthy, autonomous, functioning, happy humans. Um, in, in the planning systems, under, uh, all of that stuff, the, the second stage, that's where they're at too. And they're meeting us and they're helping make plans and they're helping brainstorm systems and ideas. And we're executing those things together. And then the, cert, the third step, uh, the third stage, they're right there too. They're just consistently doing it. And when we have hiccups, we reevaluate, we reassess, 
we course correct and we make we set goals and we do it better the next week and um, so the parents are along for the ride the whole way uh, resources kind of evolve and change about uh, five to six months into the process our families are all invited to come up to our parent workshop which is a really incredible education experience with uh, with Dr. Klein, Foster Klein, who's the founder of the Love and Logic Institute. Um, so that's a, a huge perk and, and a, an awesome thing to see him. I don't think that that's a, a thing that is actually available to regular people. I couldn't call Dr. Klein and say, hey, can I spend some time with you? This guy with 40 years experience as a board certified adolescent psychiatrist who's developed one of the coolest programs ever, you know, for kids. Um, and so we get to offer resources like that. And then after that point, Kevin, there's this transitional piece where we pivot, um, where the first part is all about the kid trying to figure out the kid. The second part is the family trying to figure out the family together. That's the kids involved in that, the family's involved in that. They're both proceeding, trying to understand and assess the family, set goals for the family, understand what systems need to be in place. Um, and so their involvement kind of changes where the first number of months, we're kind of doing a lot of that behind the scenes. And when their kid's ready, then the kid gets involved in that and we're doing it together. Because this isn't, this isn't mom and dad's treatment process and it's not turning wind's treatment process, it's the kid's treatment process. We're strategically holding off joining the team until they're ready to invite us, you know? And, and historically for us, that's been right around that five month mark when kids are ready and they have a deep enough understanding of themselves and have some ownership and accountability of their own life and past where they're actually a, they're ready to appropriately pivot and start doing family work. Um, and, and I think the families and kids, they're, they're eager to dive into that pretty early. Um, we have to counsel the families to, to be patient that, that I know we've got all these things that are wrong and things with the way that we engage each other and communicate with each other and we've got traumas that we need to heal from, we've got drama that we've got to come back from, and yet it doesn't make sense if they're not ready. And so meeting the kids where they're at is, is something that we're, we're big uh, into. And so if we start forcing a kid to go through family therapy when they don't even know who they are yet, they're, they're not able to bring anything to the table to that process. And the only way they can get more is to have more, or the only way they have more is to get more, and that's through the work. And the more they end up developing and having, the more they can actually bring to the table for that process of family therapy. And so families and kids alike instinctively want to do it in reverse because they think that's the stuff that gets us out of this crisis right away. But the thing that gets us out of the crisis is mom and dad doing their work, kid doing their work, and then coming together and figuring out what we learned.